0: If you were listening to the show on Wednesday, we were talking about the federal government's announcement to revisit the post-war home-building strategy that Canada deployed in the 40s and 50s, with great success, too. And we got a call from, I think his name was Glenn. Um, I might have the name wrong. Sorry if I do. But the caller claimed that he'd been working on a project in Alberta where a First Nation was using a 3D printer to build housing units really, really quickly. And we were pretty fascinated by this. So we looked it up. And indeed, it's true, yeah, on, on the Sixtica Nation outside of Calgary, 3D printed homes are being built right now. From my understanding, there's four buildings, each one containing four one-bedroom units. So you've got 16 housing units. So let's get the details. We're going to chat with Ryan Hall, who is the housing manager on Siksika Nation. Uh, Ryan, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time.
1: Yeah, thanks for having
0: me. Uh, Okay, so first of all, let's just talk about what we're building. These units, they're they're designed with a specific purpose, right? Like there's a reason why you're building these, and basically it's to help people that are really at risk of becoming homeless or or fleeing domestic violence or things like that, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. So we call them transitional housing units, and you're correct. So, um, yeah, cases with severe uh, housing issues, uh, women fleeing domestic violence, elders at risk of homelessness. Um, anything in between, that's that's who these homes are designed for. We talk so much about the
0: housing shortage and the crisis that we're seeing all across Canada. Same thing where you are? are you, is there a shortage of housing? Is there a lot of pressure in that area for you?
1: Absolutely. And in fact, um, the housing crisis we're seeing nationally is something uh, that Sigma Nation and many other nations have been dealing with for a very long time. So it's not it's not new to us. Um, but it is more acute now um, than ever. We get uh, we get calls it seems like every other day about nation members living off reserve who are uh, being evicted from their homes due to affordability issues mm-hmm. and whatnot. So that that national issue is having a, a very big impact on us as well in an already stretched environment. Yeah, it's just it's so tough. yeah. So tell us about this project. first of its kind in Alberta. We haven't seen this
0: anywhere else, right?
1: Correct. First in Alberta. It's been done uh, a little bit in Ontario. I believe British Columbia has a project out there, but definitely the first in Alberta. And it's actually the largest uh, 3D concrete printing project in North America at the moment. Wow. Amazing. How does it work? Give us the details. Like I say, it's four buildings that you're constructing, right? Yeah. So four fourplexes. Okay. And so it's a, uh, a gantry-based uh, 3D printer. It prints uh, about a 60 by 40 foot print area. It's not too different, actually, from... You, and people might be familiar with the uh, the plastic printers that people use with their home computers. You just scale that up. Um, to a very large scale and instead of turning out uh, melted plastic it's putting out a special concrete mixture and building the home up in layers from the from the ground up okay so
0: what exactly comes out of the printer is it just the walls or is it the I mean what is it
1: being constructed like what does it build it builds the uh, for this project we're building all of the exterior walls with with the concrete gotcha okay and and what's so, the time and like the rest of the home is all conventional construction, so sure. we have a slab on grade concrete, and then we're we'll, we're putting on a roof truss system and doing a, a metal roof on it. As okay, well. makes makes perfect sense. How long does it take? Like how how much are you cutting out of the typical build by doing it this way, or are you? So the um, the the building themselves, one building takes uh, thirty six hours of print time to put the walls up, and so that's where the technology really does help us a lot in that um it's a very rapid form of construction and a very efficient use of materials you only use exactly what you need to to build the project so there's no waste and uh because we have we're we're constrained with um labor on the nation having a robot do a lot of that work for us makes a lot of sense
0: um what about cost is it is it cheaper is it more expensive about the same what's the cost
1: for this so for a multi-family project like this, where we're building fourplexes, it is uh, a, about a thirty, somewhere between a thirty and thirty-five uh, percent cost savings over conventional construction. Okay. So it does check the it does tick the checkbox for affordability in terms of reducing that construction cost. Um. I'm wondering like once the wall is built and the printer
0: sort of pours the the, the walls are they done or do you still need to like insulate them away? how are they in terms of getting through a Canadian winter and all that stuff what additional work has to be done to the walls after the concrete's poured
1: Yeah that's a that's a great question so the walls are designed um, with uh, two exterior veneers so there's an exterior um, section and there's an interior section which is, uh, it would face inside of the unit. And in between there, there is a weaving pattern which, um, is, uh, it sort of looks like a sine curve, um, and it, it weaves between the outside and inside walls and it essentially creates an air gap. And within that air gap, um, we put a, uh, an expansion spray foam insulation in there. And so the R value um, on a conventional home would be somewhere around R20, R22. Um, these homes with the with that design and the spray insulation we're expecting to get somewhere between r30 and r32 which is a very good insulation value it's amazing yeah wow that's that's phenomenal what about
0: getting the work done i know the weather down south right now is a mess we've got problems how does it work in, in in an alberta climate is it seasonal or can you work year-round with this thing what are you thinking
1: yeah, that's a, another great question and a lot of the uh, homes previously were built in uh, in climates like down in Florida and California and Mexico and of course they don't have to deal with the winter conditions and can print all year. So we had to come up with our own solution um and so it required a lot of out of the box thinking and so we uh we secured a tent to cover the construction site. It's actually uh, tent from event rentals uh, they do a ton of work with the stampede so um, you may have actually partied at one point in this tent that we have over the construction site right now and we're we're heating and hoarding that using heaters so inside it's about a uh, you know between 15 and 20 degrees most of the time it's a very very comfortable work environment um, and so we can work in there while uh, you know the weather outside is is doing its thing, whether it's a, you know, or an Echinook or a Blizzard, we can still continue working.
0: You're not working on this alone, right? U of C is involved and, and the company is based out of Ontario. So tell us about, you know, everybody who's on board here. Is it, is it sort of a trial project, a test runner? What's the partnership look like?
1: Yes, uh, it is a, a very good, uh, unique partnership. So um, we had been working with the University of Calgary School of Architecture. Um, starting about a year ago, actually, on some ideas for housing. And that's really where um, the, uh, the the project um, sort of got its roots. We had some students looking at 3D concrete printing as a housing solution. And then as uh, the project moved forward, we had a public presentation, invited stakeholders, invited funders, and uh, Indigenous Services Canada came and uh, and saw all of this innovative work. And then we started talking about uh, funding a pilot project. And that's sort of how this really got a foothold, is, uh, is through that um, uh, that in, in innovation funding from Indigenous Services. Um, we were able to put together a, a proposal and get access to this funding and, uh, and then put together the project. And at the same time, this 3D company, Nidus 3D, out of Kingston, Ontario, had been looking at expanding out west and uh, had some capacity to work with us so the the stars were all aligned um, on this project for it to happen
0: yeah sounds like it and it's such a great idea so you're building four of these how many do you have i know at least one we heard from somebody who's wiring it so so how far along are you
1: so we're uh just about at the halfway point um we finished the uh second building and then uh, we'll take a little break here for christmas and and get the last two buildings hammered out in january and uh, we're we're aiming to have them finished by uh, the end of March. So, looking at it, uh, you know, we look at the construction timeline. You know, starting and printing in about uh, November to March. It's a very uh, It's a very quick turnaround for yeah. a project like this. Uh, I,
0: I know you're like, you're only at the halfway point, so you might not have made a determination. But is this something that you would give a thumbs up to and look to do more of, or is uh, uh, so far what's the reception? How are you feeling about it?
1: Well, you know, it's, um, it's been uh, very well received, particularly because with 3D printing, we have the latitude to, um, come up with our own designs instead of, instead of going to a factory building, you know, getting a, a, a plan that's, um, you know, off the shelf design that's designed for anybody, anywhere. Um, we've had knowledge keepers and elders contribute to the design of these homes. Um, so they reflect, um, the Blackfoot culture and, uh, they're designed to look like, a uh, a lodge um, and, a, and a teepee from from Blackfoot culture, and because of that, um, we're, we are interested in doing uh, future projects and are in the process of uh, and putting together some some new proposals to do that. So, um, yeah, we, we yeah we're very interested to keep it going. What an awesome idea, Ryan! Thank you so much for
0: joining us today to give us some of the details. I appreciate it.